Welcome to the Minority Report with your hosts, Isaiah, Terrence, and Damon. And now, over to you, Isaiah. Um, Welcome to another Fashion Friday. This is your host, Damon, uh, from Minority Report. And I have my boy, the tyrant himself, Eric Akers, with us talking scorn. What's up, E? I'm doing pretty good. How you doing, Damon? How you doing? Uh, I can't complain, brother. Another day, another dollar. Oh, exactly. Well, congratulations, my friend, on making it uh, to the 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 what is that? The WTC. Yep. Yeah. This will be the the first year uh, I get to go, so it's I'm super excited about it for sure. So, man, tell me about that. Tell like first of all, like how did they how did they contact you? How did you find out? Uh, I was told. I think what what I mean it was a Friday. I was a super like Friday night. It was just after we got done playing playing games at our at our uh, uh, local store. I got a, I got a text from from uh, Bill um, at like probably around midnight, saying you know shortly after he got uh, elected as uh, you know team captain, and he's like hey you know like I'm I'm team captain. I was you know wondering if you were interested in uh you know potentially being a candidate for part of the team so i was like yeah i mean of course who who would who would turn that down you know so i was like i still at that point didn't think anything of it i was like yeah you know i'll definitely be uh you know be in there for consideration and you know bill and i talked for probably i don't know a couple days after that point just you know had a few conversations and uh ultimately uh you know i was selected as part of uh as team three to, to go to Belgium, so um, like I said, it still hasn't fully sunk in yet that uh, that's still happening. But I'm sure <laughs> as it gets closer, you know, we'll uh, we'll we'll see what happens. Right at some point, you have to buy a plane ticket, bro. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. Like, yeah, we I mean, we just we just put down for Team Reg, so I mean, I'm already, we're already locked in as far as uh, you know our our roster goes. But yeah, at some point, you're right. I, I, that plane ticket's going to be on the horizon pretty soon. So. So are, I, I take it you are playing scoring, right? Um, yeah, there's there's a high probability. Uh, like I said, we, we've talked about uh, myself playing other factions, but you know, um, I mean, I've I own quite a few other factions. Uh, however, like I've only really ever played scorn competitively. Like I've, I'll play a few others, my, my local steamrollers, you know, here and there. You know, not a nothing big, but like when we go to obviously out of state and big cons and whatnot i've only ever you know played scorn you know at the at the highest competitive level so um i'm sure that's probably what i'm going to be what i'm going to be playing so eric i haven't seen you at warfare weekend in a couple of years is that because of the pandemic or um yes yeah it's one of those things where it's because of pandemic also um last year warfare weekend i qualified but uh, we had a, a wedding actually on the same weekend of Warfare Weekend, so I had obviously had to opt out uh, of Warfare Weekend last year. So um, you know, we'll see we'll see what happens this year. Um, right. As far as I go, I'm going to try to make it to as many you know conventions as possible. Obviously, I'll be at Adepticon here uh, pretty soon. Um, we've got that Warfare Weekend qualifier in. Uh, Indianapolis in April. Yeah, that I Storm. Yep, yep. Yeah, I plan on attending. Um, obviously, they just dropped um, Michigan GT attendance today, so that's the weekend before uh, WTC now. So, I mean, obviously, I, I got to make that every year. Um, okay. But yeah, like there's there's definitely um, quite a few events on the docket for sure this year that I'm gonna I'm gonna make it to. So, so two things. Um, missing warfare weekend for a wedding is is weak, man. That's a weak excuse. Oh, I mean, <laughs> when you look at I mean, I'm sure, like, like I said, you know, it's it's yeah, it's like I wish, I wish I could have, but like I said, it's one of those things where you got to choose sometimes to pick your battles and absolutely, you know, no, no, being married, no. like <laughs> exactly the right thing. That's, yeah, um, one of those battles. You're like, yep, yeah, I still got to live with her. So absolutely, yes, and you want to live happily, or at least as happy as you can make it. So right, exactly. Um, the second thing, any have you thought about uh, traveling down to Memphis for our qualifier that we hold? Yeah, I mean, I um, was talking with Zeke about that 
um, a little bit because I know he's planning on getting down there as well. So, and typically, you know, with Isaiah and whatnot, I I tend to travel. We obviously tend to travel as a kind of a as a as a pack, you know, the Michigan guys. So there's a good chance that I I can make it down there. Um, you know, I've got a lot of stuff. Obviously, like I said, on the plate right now. I've even right. got other stuff outside of uh, War Machine. You know, that I've got a um, set dates aside for as well. So it's just a pretty, like I said, what's going to be a pretty, pretty full year this year, which is, which is exciting, you know, getting to see the game kind of getting back to some realm of normalcy. Absolutely. That's, um, it's funny that we're doing this, this, this meet today. Uh, guys like me and Eric have, we've known each other for years, but I think we've only played once and that, that game still haunts my dreams. (laughs) (laughs) I was playing conversions for a short moment and we'll we'll dive into that later because it's too, it's too, still too fresh. Um, (laughs) but to say the least, Eric wiped the table with me that, that, that year, that was M3, if I'm not mistaken, in St. Louis, right? Yeah, that was like probably what four years ago or it something beats, like that. Now, yeah, because I don't think three's been around for like four, like three. Yeah. Years. So yeah, it's been, was, it's been, it was part of a few years. Like I said, I I look back and stuff like that. I'm like, man, how long have I been playing this game? A long yeah, time, brother. Uh, oh, just, yeah, a long time. Well, listen, from us at the Minority Report, you know, you're friends with all of us, so of course we will make it as affordable for you as possible. Oh yeah. Um, so you know, just get there. Don't worry about a room. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, you can stay with us. Oh, and, uh, so thanks. I appreciate. Yeah, that. absolutely. I mean, that's last year, man. I think we had about thirteen people in Terrence's house, and Terrence has a huge house, so it was very comfortable. <laughs> uh, so yes, I am inviting you on behalf of Terrence. <laughs> <laughs> so let's dive into this. Let's um, let's talk a little scoring. Um, All right. I- I'm curious what. What pairing are you leaning to right leaning towards right now? Like what are you playing or what so, is your I mean, um even like I said, even the someone of the list I played into you years ago, um, that Rasheth Exalted uh, is absolutely just my baby. Like I I love that list and anyone you talk to that's ever even associated with me, I rant and rave that I truly believe that is the best list in that scoring can field. Um I mean I I started playing that and came upon that, um, you know, probably shortly after the Scorn rework when th- when that happened, um, even before uh, um, Immortals got a movable object as the theme benefit, which I mean just basically took that to the whole other level. Um, but uh, like it's Rashad's Exalted is so deep and just dynamic as far as what you can do um with that list uh so i mean that's i've played that on and off for probably at least you know four years three years yeah um and like i said and and even through all like different meta changes everything's like that like the list has very has changed very little in that time because it's just it's good into so many things um, and it has very few, you know, really uh, inherent weaknesses. Uh, and so that, with, with that being said, I usually just build the other list, my off list, to like is more of the uh, the meta stuff. Like, okay, well, what don't I want to see, or what is kind of the more popular stuff out there? And then I'll build, I'll kind of tailor my my off list to that, like something that I'm going to see uh, a good chance I'm going to see something of you know, and uh, go from there. So that off list constantly rotates, but the, the main list usually stays relatively the same. Right. So that's, that's, that's actually, I'm glad you, you, you brought it up or, or stated it that way, because there's so many times that we talk about in our episodes about list pairing. And a lot of people don't, I, I'm not going to say a lot. Let me, let me retract that and say some people struggle with what that is and how do you formulate that? And you just said it best. You have your dominant list. The mm-hmm. other list that you create is to complement what that list may not be able to play into that well. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and the beauty of playing the list for so long is, like, you have a pretty good uh, idea of what the, you know, structural integrity is kind of thing, like, where the weak points are and how you can best, you know, complement the other list to take to take on those, you know, um, shortcomings of the, of the exalted list. 
So I uh, after that 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 horrible affair against you, <laughs> I, I quickly went back to scoring and I created a, a Rasheth resulted with this. Um, mm-hmm. And anyone who will ask me, I will always give you credit. I'm like, man, I played against my buddy Eric. This list is crazy bananas. And um, what it did, in my opinion, uh, at that especially at that time when you first created it. And if I'm not mistaken, I think we went back and forth in instant messenger, me sending you as I was formulating the list. Yep. Um, there, it was like super solo, especially circle. Like you had Lord of Feast, and then you had I can't can never think of the name, but the two people uh, that oh Brigham and Call, yes, that yep. would dominate on the table. What Rashef easily. Uh, easily neutralize those. Yeah, you could you could trivially like say, well, circle in general too. I I feel like oh, it, when Iona was popular and you had a bunch of Thorn running around the table, and when when those lists were were uh, you know kind of terrorizing a lot of the meta, um, Scorn uh, never really had an issue with that. Like Immortals was always like a really hard counter um, to Circle at that point, until they started playing the you know the 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 double storm raptor um kind of builds um the you know the una two double storm raptor builds like those were kind of a, a little pause for concern but um you know the 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 iona thorn uh tharn builds never never scared um you know scorn in the, in, in the least as far as as far as that matchup goes yeah i i agree so eric in your opinion as a, for a new scoring player someone who's coming into the game or maybe switching into that fashion. Mm-hmm. What would be your top three casters that you would suggest start off with? And what would be your top three casters? Like, Hey, just wait until you get some reps under your belt before you even consider these. Um, so I mean, as far as, you know, new players go, um, Zakar is, a, I mean, he's the battle box caster. Like he's with his new updates. He is, uh, I'd say pretty competitive. Uh, even at you know the you know the the higher levels, um, I mean I played against uh, a Zakar mirror match at OTC just a few weeks ago, so like he's I would say he's definitely um, you know one of the the more straightforward um, uh, warlocks uh, in the faction. Uh, I would also say that um, um, another like. Probably uh, Xerxes one also fairly straightforward. I mean, he's got a smaller control area for, but well, we can get more into that later on. You know, what's my uh, pros and cons on that caster? But I think he's he's again fairly straightforward in what you want to do um, uh, with him. You know, just kind of the the go hit stuff really hard. You know, caster. Usually, uh, newer players love to just beat on models, so. That's always a, a, a fun a fun caster, um, and probably I would say like uh, Makeda One. She's also one of my personal favorites. I mean, I love I love Makeda One. She's also a, a very straightforward point and click caster. You know, like she does she does one thing and you know one thing really well, uh, and her feat is also uh, fairly forgiving. Where if you you know if you make a, a a mistake with placing models with that you you can still rely on the feet to maybe some of those uh models don't just get whipped off the table so um i would say those three are probably and they're all all three of those i would say are probably solid uh you know a like a b plus uh casters you know in the game um sort of faction wise too right now but don't you think like it's funny as you're saying i'm like yeah that's a good one i'm like but but when you were done with the list, I was like, don't you think those skill caps are pretty high, though, on all three? Uh, I mean, the Xerxes 1 battle plans, like, that can be a little tricky for, for new players. And with just, um, you know, some of that. But, like, the, the game in general, you know, is is a fairly high skill cap. You know, like, it's, Very it's, not, really, it's not really designed for to help newer players in. Um, but it's one of those things where, especially when I first came in, like, I, I got, I can, I still remember those days, you know, when I first came in years and years ago where I didn't win a game for the first month I played the game. Like I just got, just got beat up left and right. And, you know, it's some of those things you gotta, you gotta just kind of stick with. And, you know, as you, 
as you progress and as you get better and learn from your mistakes, like that's when you start winning games. When you start seeing stuff, you know, and and you're you're getting the, you're getting those reps in. Uh, and that's what a lot of, like I said, a lot of what scoring is, or just the the game in general. Like the more games you play, you know, the more attuned with the models that you are, the you know, the easier it's going to be, you know, for you in the long run. So how quickly people forget the old days of the gauntlet. <laughs> like you, you right. just you literally just take your beat down, learn your lessons. Um, but I think like us players who came through that way have really tried to set the stage for newer players and coach them through it instead of making them learn through those life lessons. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, I mean so. for for sure. Um, especially now, you know, nowadays uh, the the new players are sadly to say fewer and farther between. But when you do see, you know, those newer players, and for me, and uh, especially, is I enjoy, you know, having those conversations with people and actually, you know, seeing the, the, uh, the game kind of through their perspective. You know, it's 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 very it's very you know rewarding for me in general, and too, just to like to see the excitement, to be like, yeah, this is really cool. I this I did this. This is what happened during the course of the game, like. Just to kind of see that, you know, and I, you kind of lose that a little bit, you know, as you are, a, you know, a veteran player playing for, you know, seven plus years, something like that. You lose that a little bit, but you get to see that again, you know, that like that that those those wild and crazy interactions that happen in the course of a game, you know, that that <laughs> it's just a game of War Machine, you know, that's, that's how it goes. So okay, so you gave me your your three. Uh, Three suggested. What are your three stay the hell away froms? Um, as far you talking about staying away from, as far as just like the the complexity of them, or just the yeah, just aren't really competitive. Um, either or, either either okay. or. Uh, I mean, uh, I would say, um. Like Morgul one, um, like he's, I would say probably pretty close to that that group of being in the the catchers you could play as a newer player coming in. Like he, you know, but like he's just like his feet, not that great. Like I am kind of echoing. Uh, I listened a little to the actually the the last uh, podcast that uh, uh, Terrence did with uh, Nate and uh, JVM, and I do kind of echo Nate's. Uh, thoughts on like focus and fury five warlocks like have it so rough in the game right now with you know all these spread scenarios and you want to play wide and it's just it just makes it really difficult and punishing um for those warlocks so like, like, i think morgul one is one of those that really struggles as well with just like having abuse you have you have rush and you want your beast to get out there and do stuff and you know, you have to basically put him in a danger zone in order to accomplish what you need to accomplish. Um, so there's there's that. Uh, I would say um, Naresh as well. Naresh is one of those casters that um, just doesn't really have a place um, currently in the game. And I said, I, 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 you know, I play everything, obviously, in the faction and all that. It's just... Uh, he's again one of those that's kind of um, overshadowed by some of the other, you know, warlocks in the faction. Being it, you know, uh, you know, the, the Morgul twos and the Makeda threes, basically of, of of the faction. He's kind of overshadowed by it. Um, and then uh, the last one, I would say. Um, stay away from. I mean, I, I think that's really the only, like, the one, the only two that I can really think of that I, I would not consider playing, you know, at a, in any real capacity. Um, I think the rest of Scorn is Warlocks are fairly okay. I mean, I, I guess competitively, you could, you have, you have a, uh, an argument for Mordecai, even though I, again, I love Mordecai. Like he's one of my favorite warlocks in the faction as well. But like plus three defense nowadays in today's meta, just does not get it done. Everything's like mat eight or above, and it's like being def sixteen is not what it used to be. <laughs> so 
I would say probably that guy. You know, you're you're gonna have a bad time with with that feat typically into a, into a lot of matchups. Um, but other than that, everybody else is playable and fun. Yeah, Mordecai is still one of my top uh, favorite oh, casters. I, I, yeah, like you gotta love Mordecai. Like if you can make a Void Spirit and just like Pac Man a Void Spirit through a whole <laughs> universe, like, that, that is one of the most satisfying feelings you can do in scoring. Um, <laughs> And I, and, you know, I've done that numerous times to, to to my local meta, and it just it's it's so it's so great. But um, yeah, like I said before, like plus three defense just isn't what it used to be. Yeah, you know, it, it really was great back in the day when you saw a lot of infantry machine, as we used to call it, uh, because it's unboostable. Um, and, and maybe motorcar be playable once the meta stabilizes from the pandemic. Because I see a lot more infantry on the table, um, but uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see. I, what is your drop into Crucible Guard? And, and like, is that have you found that matchup challenging? Oh yeah, I, I mean Crucible Guard is I, um, I think is really distinguished itself as probably the the top dog out there right now as far as since the uh, um, the updates. Um, they were obviously pretty pretty kind to them. Um, and, uh, again, we can, we can kind of go into the, the update for scorn, um, later on, but, uh, you know, with with the update, it hurt score a little bit, um, into that matchup. Um, I just recently at, uh, our local, uh, the, the, the GLC event that uh, we, we just started up, um, that Isaiah and, uh, we dove in Michigan, Ohio, Indiana, that whole, uh, tournament circuit. Um, right, right. Our first event was actually last weekend, and I played uh, Conan. Uh, you know, Jordan Jennings obviously won War for a weekend uh, in the semifinals of that game. Um, and I, I dropped a Xerxes one uh, Masters of War list uh, into him, and he was he played the, uh, the pretty much the the list that the Gearheart list basically that everyone's kind of uh, you know the Gearheart uh, Lucas the Ash Mountain with yeah yeah yeah. Felt, yeah. yeah. Exactly, and um, and uh, I won that game, but it was incredibly tight. It was like uh, I think he clocked on turn seven, and we were five five on scenario. Oh wow! So yeah, it was a it was a very very tight game. Um, but I think the like the list I played um had it was a uh, one unit of Ferox with Xerxes one, um. And uh, Ferox, Keltari, uh, um, Tiberian were kind of the main, and, uh, and Raheem, Tenant Raheem were the, kind of the main standouts of that matchup. And like, it's, it, like I said, I, I don't know if it's, a, if it's still a, favored, a favorable matchup, but it at least lets you kind of play the game on even terms. Um, you know, when, you're, when your Ferox can threat, you know, anywhere from 15 to 19 inches, you can kind of bully the fail experiments a little bit. Uh, you can kind of keep back the trains, you know, um, somewhat. Um, you know, they really have to respect your massive threat ranges. And with Xerxes one feet, like, you know, cats getting to be power 16 weapon masters, like you can really put a serious dent in some stuff too from, from quite a ways out. So, um, yeah, like that, like I said, I've only played a, a couple games with that list so far, and I'm still obviously practice, you know, going to be going to be tweaking it a little bit, um, and I will probably be playing that as my off list uh, at, at Adepticon more often, more more than likely, unless I can figure out something that works, uh, you know, even better. But given only two weeks, I I doubt it. But um, you know, I've uh, I had some success obviously against Crucible Guard, uh, you know, I know fairly. That's a, a pretty high level opponent, so like, I think that's definitely uh, promising. You know, um, that at least I, I found some kind of, you know, maybe a maybe a 50-50 matchup in a crucible guard. Yeah, that's is I agree that crucible guard is ab- absolutely the the bit dog on campus. Like they, uh, uh, you have to have a matchup with them. Um, I mean, even me rocking trolls right now. Uh, I'm just now taking Cole Grandma out because I believe she's the best matchup for them. Mm-hmm. Just because I'm just uh, is is honestly I'm just tired of playing her. So I'm trying going to try <laughs> to see if hopefully I can dodge them. If, and of course I can't. Um, 
the list that I'm going to be rocking at Adepticon will will still be, you know, give me a pretty good game into them. Yeah. So I was definitely curious to see as, as a scoring player, what what's your answer to them? So you, you feel like that that's the best route right now? Uh, well, th- I think into the the uh, the, the traditional Gearheart. Um, um, what am I blanking on the the TK caster? Um, oh, uh, Lucas. Yes, gear the traditional Gearheart and Lucas pairing. I think Xerxes one is is fine there. Uh, I'm more concerned if Gearheart gets swapped out for Silvestro and it's Silvestro and Lucas. Because Silvestro could theoretically, I, I kind of was talking about to Brandon Owens about this a little bit as well, because uh, he was, you know, him and I are gonna, actually going to try to get a game in here uh, in the next couple of weeks, uh, just a war table game, just kind of, you know, see how that shakes out. But um, to because like, like purification really can put a serious dent in that list. Obviously, if he can, you know, drop uh, defenders ward off the off the Ferox, uh, or even potentially knock off um, force or off the Korea and stuff like that, could be, uh, you know, pretty detrimental um, to the list. So, I don't know how survivable it is into um, Silvestro, but I feel if you're if you're going up against a traditional lock um, Lucas pairing, sorry, the uh, Gearheart Lucas pairing. Uh, I think you're 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 probably okay uh, there into both those casters with with that with that list. Okay, so uh, outside of Crucible Guard, what what matchups do you think is difficult for scoring right now? Um, uh, I would say Ret too. Like Ret's also a really uh, a definitely a, a a faction that's established itself. It's pretty high. Uh, and it's fairly common now in the in the uh, you know tournament circuits. Uh, I mean, Kalissa is better than she's ever been. Uh, Felsier is arguably one of the best catchers in the game currently. Um, um, I mean, Assyria is still very good. So like those like those those casters. Um, just because like they have a lot of access to like um, again, um, blessed or can remove your upkeeps and animi, stuff like that too. Because obviously Scorn uh, relies fairly heavily on on their on their anti shooting buffs, you know, via spells um, and such too. And it's just kind of interesting to have that conundrum now, where before again we could you know kind of get more in depth with this in the uh, uh, later segments, we go over the um, the update for how the update affected Scorn. But you, you kind of now have to choose with the, the Korea not being a, a free rec option and uh, Agonizer still being free. Um, you kind of have to ch- choose a little bit now of like how you want to tailor your list. But you can't just like automatically take your Agonizer, which is your you know anti-melee, and you can't automatically take your Korea, which is the anti-shooting tech. So it, it makes you a little more vulnerable in some matchups because you don't have all your your built-in support tech uh, anymore. Um, so like there, you're you can scorn is a little more susceptible than they ever have been to being like you know shot off the table. Um, but like, what what are you what are your uh, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, so. I, I mean that to me I think that's something that scoring has always struggled with. Um I think that's one reason that Zadesh is it is it yeah, Zadesh two. Yeah. Kind of created um to help alleviate some of that from us. Mm-hmm. Um uh yeah, so yeah, Rhett, uh Crucible Guard, um and and I mean honestly, man, even even um Legion um, has it, it, to me, it used to be a threat to scoring, and I think it kind of crept back up into that. Let me keep an eye on them yeah. <laughs> category. Well, uh, I mean, Lilith Four is very good. I don't know if, you, I don't know if, you've, if you've seen her yet, but uh, oh yeah, she's, she's pretty solid. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I actually got to play against um, in the shallow melee, a shallow, and and lost to Lilith Four. First time I ever played her, 
Um, and I can't think of the guy's name. He's awesome people. But, um, yeah, it's, I mean, she's incredible. Yeah. So, she, so, she so let's is. dive into that update. Um, what's your thoughts? What's your What was your hopes? What, what crushed your dreams? What made you giggle like a little girl? <laughs> um, well, I mean, the one of the one of the big things that uh, I was super excited for was um, uh, Tiberian going down to sixteen points and being allowed in matches of war. Like that was that was. Uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm a big fan of that model. Uh, it's, you know, getting getting massively cheaper. Um, like, you can't, you can't argue with, you know, for a 16-point Tiberian. Like, it's just, it's, it's very good for its point cost. Um, and that's one of the reasons why I think that, you know, with the update, that Masters of War um, may be the, the new primary theme in scorn like it's it's the theme i think overtook um disciples of agony uh for sure in a lot in a lot of ways um because of the because of the some of the the changes um uh i let's see another another big oh um i mean gladiators being 13 points like yeah that was huge yeah, like okay, I get I get a cheaper cheaper rush. I mean, sure, that basically almost kind of makes the terrorizer nullified now because why take a terrorizer when you just pay for six points more? Take a gladiator, you know, like it's um um which kind of hurts that unless you absolutely don't have the points to fit in a gladiator because uh, the terrorizer sadly. Is no longer free and did not get a points reduction. So, like playing seven points for that model is a little steep, but it's still a very good model. It's just a little, you know, you can you can get a lot for seven points now. Um, and that's kind of the same thing with the Korea. With the Korea, obviously, no longer free and did not get a points reduction. So you're like, yeah, you know, paying seven points for a Korea is kind of rough considering. You know, you're not really using the Korea much outside of like turn three. Um, you know, once the lines close, you're not really that worried about you know the guns as much anymore. Um, so usually, it just kind of like is a, a late game transfer bot, or just you kind of just put it in a zone to score points. So, like you, just, you kind of want that that extra do work model. In a lot of cases, you know, like you don't really want to have to late game rely on a create to, to kill something. It's just never a spot you want to be in. Yeah, if you're there, <laughs> it's a bad day. <laughs> yeah, if you have if you have to charge a create into melee with something, you're like some like your game is going sideways for sure. <laughs> um. Oh, uh, the mammoth going down to thirty two points. Um, I mean that I was already a big fan of of that model and um it you know the the hydra i think is still 34 so like you know you're you're getting i think the the, the mammoth is there's a debate that could be better than the hydra and it's cheaper than the hydra so that's you know um you know you're nothing nothing wrong there uh that was a uh, and you know it, that would like I said, even with his gun, like the the full barrage and whatnot, the 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 range fourteen pow twenty gun, you can just put it on something with 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 critical uh, um, throw or not critical throw, it's just straight throw. Uh, very very good. Um. Oh, and another unsung hero. Like since I've been you know playing more matches board, the Keltari getting uh, rapid strike uh is huge yes sir absolutely huge like i, I have, so agree yeah i have been playing a lot of kiltari uh recently and they continue to impress me like at how just good that unit can be in a lot of in a lot of um you know areas um like that unit is basically tailor-made uh for makeda zero like abs like they just they go together so well 
And uh, I absolutely, you know, speaking of Makeda Zero, like she is everything I wanted Zadash to be. <laughs> like she is, she is very, very good. Uh, yeah, as well. yeah, I I was blown away by Makeda Zero, um, and, and it was crazy to me that a lot of people didn't see her potential in the very beginning. Oh yes, um, yeah, like. Um, you know, celerity, like anywhere, is very good. Um, I'm still kind of tinkering with a uh, Morgul 2 um, build with her in Masters of War because, like, celerity on Morgul 2 is amazing. Uh, you know, him being be going to def uh, 17 with steady and um, stealth, and with uh, celerity, he threats 15 inches uh, in melee, like... Yeah, you get to really bully some casters, you know, uh, with that. Um, she's like she she just goes so like Xerxes one like she's really she's you know really good there as well like double weapon master on feet. Like I've had her kill heavies, uh, I've had her kill you know half a unit of champions. Like there's just there's she is very good. And then you know when you get hero of the people. You know, when she kills a model, you know, um, it's, uh, friendly warrior models within seven inches of her get plus two to hit. So that works for, you know, your, your, your breaking, you know, that Morgul two, uh, pig, pig mountain, uh, list that's out there, you know, works for their melee and range attacks. So like your brigands are shooting at what that's Matt, like rat nine, you know, like you gotta love that. You gotta love that. Yeah, so for those of you who don't know what Celerity is, it's a two-cost range six upkeep spell. Target-friendly fashion warrior model unit gains plus one defense. Additionally, effective models gain plus two movement when advancing as part of their normal movement. That is uh, that is huge on so many different levels. Yeah. It, it can be used completely across the faction. <laughs> so. Oh, yeah, like... Yeah, and especially in a faction that like can stack speed stats so well, like that can you know you got celerity with even in even in uh, you know Master of War you can stack celerity with the Tyrant Commander March, um, or sorry the uh, the the press forward plus two movement. Um, there's just so many extra or uh, you know extra movement shenanigans um, in Scorn that you know that it pairs with. Um, so well and she has you know the built-in shooting uh, anti-shooting tech of just having sack pawn to uh warrior models so you can just kind of bury her in a unit and she is incredibly hard to to dislodge um out of there yeah i'm, I'm kind of i'm kind of curious. have you ever thought about running her with uh karats so the funny thing about that too, uh, the the first time I, I said right after the update, when they, and they, you know the shield wall changes happened and whatnot, and that I, I was the first. My first thought was 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 playing Kerox. I'm like, man, right. like, speed six shield wall unit. I'm like, these guys can just scream. <laughs> yes, sir. You know, and uh, played into Legion, uh, and I'm I'm even gonna I'm even gonna name drop her uh, Becca, and. She had a um, unit of uh, virtues just completely wiped oh, them out. Yeah, like one activation, <laughs> like all of them died. I was like, "Well, that was fun." <laughs> <laughs> I got to, got oh. to move like fifteen inches, and then like the virtues were like, "Yep, deleted. We don't care what your armor is." <laughs> yeah, that that so, one point is a powerful thing. <laughs> yeah, or just like yeah, putting all of them on just corroding all of them and have the corrosion not go out. You're like, okay, exactly. well, that was fun. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I haven't put them on the table uh, again since that. I'm a little scarred from that, uh, from from when that happened. But, uh, I mean, Thanks a lot, I Becca. think, and, yeah, and they did get plus one map. Like, so, I mean, I started out plus one map, plus one uh, POW. So they are POW 11s now instead of POW 10s, but they still are only map five. So, like, it's still, like, uh, you you have to CMA with them like they I I think their their niche is more of just getting up the table and just kind of jamming your opponent in 
more often than actually like doing anything functionally, uh, you know, um, damage wise, like contributing that way. They're more just kind of the 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 miles that get up there and having your opponent waste attacks, killing models that really are just kind of in their way. Um, and just and they're super inefficient to kill at range because they have girded and you know, all the other things. So like you really have to put in a you know a significant amount of attacks to clear to clear the unit. You can't just drop big AOEs on them; and they just go away. Um, so that I think that is their 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 great niche um, there. It's just a you know your opponent doesn't want to use high value attacks to kill killing. Uh, you know, an eleven-point unit kind of thing. No, I I agree. I've always enjoyed them with motor car, um, mm-hmm. and I, I think that's about it. <laughs> but um, yeah, yeah. Uh, I played them for a little while um, with uh, Zal One because it was really you know last stand was 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 kind of fun with them because you could obviously the the last stand trick of. You know the the CMA together, so the only one that actually makes the CMA is the one that dies. So uh, you could get the you know the fully boosted kind of additional die on being Matt seven and POW ten, and you know getting doing it that way was was a way to kind of offset their their damage potential. But um, yeah, like they really were just kind of the, usually the the meat shield for the the better stuff. <laughs> That's kind of their lot in life. Yeah, I mean, because once again, it, like we've already discussed at Katari, I mean, that, it's a better unit um, that serves that purpose a lot better, in my opinion. With parry, two inch reach. I mean, um, their speed six. I think they're. I think they're. No, ma- are they massive? Katari or speed seven? Now. That is. Yeah, that's right. Seven. Um, and do they have? Uh, is it? Are they mat five or six? They're mat six. Okay. Yeah. They're mat just... six. They have and they have CMA as well. Um, and like to hit and the good thing with that, obviously with CMA and having rapid strike, you can do yeah. a, you can do some pretty some pretty cool stuff with that yeah, now. That's pretty sick. <laughs> um, well, yeah, and and there I find them to be pretty good into the Crucible Guard matchup as well, because again, like Blade Shield with Celerity, you know they're depth sixteen against Amrite Archons, uh, against trains. Like all those spray attacks, like you get blade shit off of all those suppressors. So they're also one of those units that your opponent has to boost attack rolls to reliably hit them. Because right. you're not going to kill them trivially with just like, you know, anything. You have to basically put work into removing those miles. That's really kind of what you want from your infantry, anyways, to be a little, you know, sticky and have your opponent have to devote time and resources into killing them. Was there anything outside of, um, okay, let me, let me rephrase that. Was there anything about the dynamic update that you were sorely disappointed about that you were hoping that we score? Uh, yes. I mean, I, I was really hoping that cataphracts would go back to eight, to eight boxes. Yes. I was really hoping for that because um, like so a lot of other factions have gotten that, you know, Skinwalkers, the Gator Posse, um, you know, like a lot of the medium bases were kind of medium base infantry were going back to those to those eight boxes, you know, all the Mana Wars. So I was like, okay, you know, maybe the the Cataphracts will, will get back to that point, and you know, instead of doing that, they kind of just lowered their point costs across the board. Which I mean does help to, in some extent, but I still think that cataphracts still need a bit more of a rework to make them, you know, a competitive pick. Like you can still play them, but uh, you know, for for being 15 points for a, a cataphract unit that at you know with six guys you get more cash. You're, you can kill maybe eight miles a turn with them, you know, like you, you kind of need more output um, for that where you're, you know, you're getting your other units that are, you know, their same point cost. We got, again, like Kaltari, Swordsman, all of those guys, they got two initials. Like they're like those, like Swordsman can clear a whole unit themselves if, if given the opportunity. 
So, you know, you, you kind of, you want more of that from, you know, from them or just give, making them more, you know, a little more hardy. Because like I said, even a, even a, a Def 11 ARM 16 profile goes to, by themselves, ARM 20, ARM, uh, basically a 13 if they get charged because they have set defense. Like, again, we've already established that Def 13 isn't going to get it done. You know, like, even with set defense, like, you're still going to get hit with it at a Def 13. Like, the average mat now is, like, 7 to 8, you know, almost across the board. Um, so... And armor twenty, potentially twenty-two. If you got an agonizer back there, like you have all the other like buffs to get them there, but that's also kind of the issue I have with them. Like I don't really want to have to spend more points on a fifteen-point unit to make them, you know, survivable kind of thing. You know, or, or uh, you know, I don't, I don't want to have to babysit <laughs> my my uh, you know my centrati kind of thing. No, that made sense to me, and uh, that, that was also my disappointment. I was really hoping for the opportunity to run the more traditional Masters of War type list, um, and that's not really an option at the moment. Um, but hopefully, hopefully, sometime in the future. Um, I mean, my other really, I was probably the most excited, and it wasn't even a scorn uh, update. The uh, minions update where brigands got. Uh, Advanced deploy. Oh yeah, that was yeah. crazy. That was. I was like, I was. I have been waiting for another advanced deploy unit that Scorn can field for so long. Like, just having the access to like Croak Raiders. Like Croak Raiders are, are, are they're. I mean, they're they're not bad, but like that's really the only advanced deploy unit you can really bring besides like you know poss- you know the 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 uh, Blood Runners. But you really don't want to AD them anyways. You want to ambush those guys. So it gives you, you know, a little more freedom uh, to play, you know, different builds, obviously having another advanced deploy unit up front. And, you know, brigands are, are staples in a lot of uh, Disciples of Agony lists now. Like, obviously, the, 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 the Morgul 2 Pig Mountain, like, came, became popular really fast um, because of of the the brigands change and slaughterhousers getting cheaper um but so like i said even you know any caster that can take mortality or any kind of debuffing of your opponent like brigands are going to love that so there's a lot of different ways you can play them um you know in the faction so like uh i was really excited uh to see to see that change um but I mean, I, I think overall, um, I I don't necessarily think that scorn got worse because of the the changes. I think that everybody else just got better, you know. So it it, it makes that that line that um, a little closer, obviously, from them to the rest of the faction. Because I think that you know, obviously, before before that, like, like it was like I been playing scorn for years and years and years even even the dark day, dark days of mark ii when you were just getting beat up by cricks left and right because you didn't have any answers there uh and then and then even darker days when <laughs> the beginning of of mark three when scorn was just absolutely just just kind of all over the place um but they're like they're still in a in a in an in an okay spot, I would say they're probably a, a B plus to A minus faction um, as of right now. Um, but you know, I, like I said, it's it's just the you know other factions just got just got better because of it, and we kind of just I would say relatively stayed the same. You know, it didn't really uh, affect us much either way. The only issue that I really uh, have is the the rec option um side of it where i mean i'm sure a lot of people trolls included have a a a pretty um you know we're hit we're hit pretty hard by that uh the rec option change as well oh yeah like uh doing your doing your doing your archons are not even an option for us anymore in my opinion yeah i mean it's well at least doing archons though are still six points which i mean that's 
still you have a little bit of you know of play there wherein as the terrorizers and you know and the Kriya are still seven which is you know a little harder you really need are gonna gonna have to find a use for that in a list where i typically as of late have been going the other route of playing like valkyries or playing, you know, playing your your sack pawn casters in DOA, like having that built-in shooting tech already, so you're not having to spend those points on on a Kriya that, like I said before, you're really only going to need until turn three, you know. Now that makes sense, um, but I I don't know, um, and, and once again. Like, I believe, and I, I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure uh, there's not a free Archon in the game now. I think there, you have to purchase all, all no, of them. There, yeah, and all of them, for the most part, went up across the board. Uh, I think with the exception of the Duny Archon. But, I mean, I guess with the with the changes, you know, they're they're basically, you know, they're, they're more than free now. So... <laughs> Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. That makes them actually you have to, you know, factor them into a list. So that's cool. Well, Eric, I appreciate your time this evening. Um, as always, man, and it's en- very enjoyable and knowledgeable. Um, always walk away learning something a little bit more about a fashion that I thought I already knew pretty well. <laughs> <laughs> um Man, good luck to you at WTC. Um, and I'll actually I'll see you next week at Adepticon. Oh yeah, exactly. Like I said, I will. I'll definitely. Like I said, I I uh, look forward to to seeing you again. Like I said, it's been it's been a few years, obviously, since uh, you know we've uh, we actually talked face to face. So it'd be nice to be nice to see you and Terrence, and you know I, I get to. I hate to see uh, Isaiah almost on a weekly basis, but yeah. right, right, right. Being absolutely. Able to, being able to see you and Terrence again would be it would definitely be uh, would be great. Like I said, we, we can have more of that discussion about you know me making it down there to your uh, your guys' qualifier for sure. Oh yeah, dude, that'd be hot. Alrighty, well, listen, thank thank you guys for joining us on Fashion Fridays where we spoke about scoring from your new admitted uh, WTC member Eric Akers. Please feel free to make comments. Um, I don't know how much uh, Eric pays attention to our site, but we'll definitely get the questions to him and um, and get back with you as in, as quickly as possible. As always, uh, thank you for supporting the Minority Report, and we'll see you at the final table. This has been an episode of the Minority Report. Until next time... See you at the final table.